Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thems and theys, how the hell are ya? Uh, I'm doing horrific. Thank you so much for asking. So, let me tell you about the shit show of the past two weeks have been for me. So, uh, it started off where I woke up at like 3.30 in the morning one night and I was like, sweet baby Jesus, I'm gonna die. I was like, my stomach hurts so bad. And so I woke up and I was like, I have right lower quadrant pain, I have rebound tenderness, I'm nauseous, I'm sweaty, and everything like that. And I was like, that's it, I have appendicitis. My appendix is about to burst. I need emergency surgery right now. So I went into my sister's room and I was like, yo, dude, I need you to check to see if I have a fever. Because at that point, like, the fever was the cherry on top, like, that's all I was missing. And so she feels my head and she's like, no, you're really sweaty, but you're cold. And I was like, yeah, I feel really sweaty and cold. So then I just like, she was like, no, just keep an eye on it. Like, I'm sure you're fine. If it hurts in the morning, then we'll deal with it then. So I was like, that's fair. So I went back to sleep and then I woke up and I was like, it's, it's still there. Like there is something like living inside of me and it's trying to come out. Like that's how horrible I felt. And so I went to work because I was like, I'm a cheat bastard. And I was like, nope, I'm not using my sick leave for this. I'm going to get paid for today. So I still went into work and everything. And I work in a doctor's office. So everybody, I like asked one of the nurses, I was like, hey, like my stomach hurts really bad. And so she took me into an exam room and like checked out my stomach and everything like that. And she's like, oh no, you do have all the signs for appendicitis. And I was like, yeah, that's what I freaking said too. So then I was like, okay, well, I have appendicitis. So like, I don't want to go to the hospital though. So I was pretty much just like sitting there at my desk, like bouncing my leg up and down for I think like three hours. And then the nurse was like, you know what? We're going to get a stat CT done and everything to make sure that like it's not your appendix because it's either an appendix or an ovarian cyst or something like we have to get this checked out and I was like yeah okay so I was waiting at my desk for like the three hours okay and my insurance was being dumb as hell and they're like oh well we lost the note and we're like "Mm, no we sent it try again so then I was waiting for like three hours and then I finally like got up at like 11 30 from my desk and me and my sister work in the same office, so I walked back to her desk, and I was like, dude, I, I don't think I can do this anymore, and they said that I looked pale, and I was all shaky, and I couldn't breathe or anything, because it hurt to, like, expand my chest cavity enough to get a breath in. It was horrible, and so we finally were like, okay, let's go to the hospital, um, so she drove me to the hospital, and when we were there, the doctor was like, okay, we're, you know, I'm just going to listen to your, to your tummy. And the nurses kept saying like tummy and belly and everything like that. And I was like, okay, well, like I understand that I look like I'm like 15, but please humor me. I am an adult. I am legally allowed to buy alcohol. So they were just like patronizing me, but I was in so much pain that I didn't even care. I was like, yeah, whatever. Touch my tummy. I don't care. I don't care. Just, just freaking get me out of this misery. And I, he pushed on my stomach and he's like, does it hurt right there? And I was like, no. He's like, okay, well, what about right here? And I was like, "Mm, not really. And then he pushes on my lower stomach on the right side and he's like, does that hurt? And I like, 
immediately like doubled over in the in the hospital bed and I was like mm, yes and I like started tearing up and crying and it hurt so bad and he was like mm-hmm yep you definitely have right lower quadrant pain and I'm like yes sir that is exactly why I'm here I told you guys that when I walked through the door and so they told me the same thing that one of the that the nurse said and she was like he or the doctor was like okay so we're gonna do a CT scan and I was like okay and the entire time I'm waiting for them to, like, give me the next step, the only thing I can think of is, oh my god, it's appendicitis. I need to get, like, surgery for it and everything like that. And I have to take my mom to get her hair done tomorrow. That was the only thing on my mind was, like, who's gonna take my mom to go get her hair done? What am I supposed to do? If I'm hopped up on painkillers from a surgery, I can't take my mom to go get her hair done. My mom needs to go get her hair done. So that just goes to show you how good of a daughter I am. Um, so after that, the this lady comes in and she like opens the door and she's holding like this gigantic styrofoam cup. And I was like, okay, well, that's like super unprofessional of you just to walk around with like your lunch drink with you while you're going to see patients. I was like, that's not okay. And then she walked in. She's like, oh, hey, are you, are you Katie? And I was like, yeah, hey, that's me. And she was like, all right, I need you to drink this. It's oral contrast. And I was like, son of a bitch. That is the biggest freaking cup I've ever seen in my life. I don't even drink that much water on a daily basis. And my body's constantly like angry at me for it. And she wanted me to drink like 32 ounces of like radioactive contrast. And I was like, shit okay and she kept telling me she's like it's not very good and I was like okay well like don't fucking tell people that because like now I definitely don't want to drink it and you're just making it worse and so she gave it to me and she was like the sooner you drink it the sooner we can get you into your CT and I'm like well if I'm gonna die here I'm gonna die here so my sister kept timing me and she's like you gotta drink it Kate you gotta drink it you gotta drink it you gotta drink it and I was like this shit tastes like fucking ass okay and I they they kept telling me they're like it's gonna be it's I heard that it's like horrible and a lot of people don't like it and stuff and so I'm like expecting the worst and I go to take my first sip of it and I take a deep breath in and I'm like and I gag so fucking fast because the smell of it it reminded me of formaldehyde and I had, like, flashbacks to dissecting, like, fetal pigs and everything like that in in biology class. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. I cannot drink that. So, eventually, like, my sister was like, Kate, you gotta do it. I know you don't want to be here. I don't want to be here either. You have to fucking drink it. And I was like, okay. And then Irresponsible Katie kicked in and... I don't like to drink alcohol, but the few couple times that I have drank alcohol, I just have to freaking chug that shit as fast as I can over the sink because the sink is my safe haven. That is my security net. If I throw up, I'll throw up in a sink. So like my, I was sitting there and she's like, okay, I know you can do this. Ready? And my, like my motivation is when people just count me down. And she was like, okay, ready? One, two, three, go. And I was like, bitch, no, I am not ready for this. You got to give me a minute. So I started counting myself down and I was like, okay, one, two, three, go. One, two, three, go. One, two, three, go. One, two, three, go. Go, 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 go. And I just started chugging it. 
I don't think I've ever chugged anything so fast in my life. I was impressed. Like, college boys doing beer bongs would have been thoroughly impressed with me. So, I did that and then immediately after, I did the worst gag of my life because I, like, burped mid, like, right after I took that last swallow. I did a little, like, burp and I was like, and it was absolutely atrocious. Like, atrocious. Like, the, um, the burp tasted worse than it going down. So, I imagine that, like, it's just probably something with, like, the way it smells versus the way that it tastes because it tasted like, like, cleaner of some sort like it was very faint clean tasting like it reminded me of like the tongue depressors that they give you as a kid that are like grape flavored that's what it reminded me of and so I was like okay I did it and then I was like I drank a whole bunch how much did I drink bitch I drank like a fifth of that shit and I was like how the fuck does this work if I chugged half of it but there's still like all of it in my goddamn cup so I was just like sitting there trying to force myself to get it down and my sister starts recording me and that bitch sent a video of me to everyone in the office of me chugging it and gagging and I was like you know what you're a fucking fake ass friend I was like at least let me like do it again so that way it's like I don't look disgusting when I do it and so I finally got it all down And I have never felt so accomplished in my life. As soon as I took that last sip, I was like, get this shit out of my face. Run me my fucking money. I am done here. But then I had to wait another hour and a half before they could take me into the CT scan. So they hopped me up on like a bunch of painkillers because they were like, oh, just give her some Tylenol in her IV. And I was like, yeah, okay. I mean, like, I don't want to like jump off a bridge because it doesn't hurt like so bad. And then like, right out like I'd say like maybe like two hours after they gave me that I was like someone put me down if I were a horse someone would have shot me and made glue out of me at that point and so they finally were like give the bitch tortle she's done like fuck her kidneys pump this girl full of it if the Tylenol isn't even helping anymore so then they gave me that and then they're like oh hey guess what your CT's ready and I was like oh well fucking you gonna put more shit in my IV because I think I'm like 90% fluid at this point um and then when I went to they like brought me back and wheeled me into the CT and they were like oh hey um this is gonna hurt and I was like fucking of course because it's like the contrast that they give you through your IV makes you feel warm like you're gonna like it makes like your mouth and your crotch feel hot like oddly enough and so it makes you feel like you're gonna pee like you're are you are peeing on yourself and then um so they took me back and they were like oh like let me know if you're in any pain when I put the contrast in because if they didn't put your IV in right your vein's gonna pop and it hurts really bad and I'm like you guys fucking suck at bedside manner quit telling me all the shit that's gonna go wrong and just tell me I'm gonna be okay until something bad happens then we can deal with it but fucking no one gave a shit about how I felt I was already all puffy and crying and shit and they're like "Mm." this is gonna suck. That's all. Have fun. I'm like, y'all are really just feeding me to the wolves right now. So then, like, they did my CT and everything like that, and then, like, I think it was, like, 25, um, like, half an hour later, they're like, oh, psych. It's not your appendix. Your appendix is perfect. And I was like, okay, well, then, like, what the fuck is it? And then the doctor goes, 
you have an ovarian cyst. I was like, what the fuck? Because I like, I'm not a girly person. I'm way tomboy, like hella tomboy. Um, So like a lot of times, like I forget that I have like girl reproductive organs for lack of a better term. Like I know I'm a girl, but I forget that like the rest of my body is a girl and like not just my brain. Does that make sense? So I was like shook at the fact that he was like, oh, you have an ovarian cyst. And I was like, damn so what are we gonna do and I'm like terrified this entire time that like once again I'm gonna need surgery because who's gonna take my mom to get a haircut and so I got he told me that I needed another ultrasound and the ultrasound tech that came to get me was fucking weird dude he had no like he could not pick up on any social cues and he kept talking like this every time he said something he would say it like this And it really started to bother me about halfway through. I'm like, dude, I don't have any pants on under this gown and you are not making this any more comfortable. I need you to hurry the fuck up. And then, so I got my ultrasound and everything and they're like, oh yeah, that, that cyst is fucking massive, dude. So, um, here's some painkillers. Um, follow up with your doctor in six weeks. And I was like, oh wow, thank you. You could have just told me that to begin with. So, and then they finally discharged me and I was having like, shit pain for like a week and a half like I just started feeling better and I'm on like I think like week like two and a half after this shit like it was fucked up but that's not all ladies and gentlemen that is not all I still have more of a shit show to share with you so the next thing that happened was I believe a couple days after that I woke up late because it was a weekend and my but like someone knocked on the door and I was like okay that's weird like none of us have any friends and I didn't hear the dogs bark so that's red flag number one and I was like okay so I went to go get answered the door and I had no pants on like I was still in my pjs I had my undies on and a t-shirt and I answered the door, like, expecting the, to be, like, the mailman who dropped off a package or something like that and, like, just ran back to their truck. Absolutely not. It is a police officer. And I was like, oh, my God, like, I'm going to get arrested for God knows what. I don't leave the house. What could he possibly be, like, taking me for? And then he goes, do you own that car over there? Because I parked my old car at my neighbor's house because we just didn't have enough room at, at our house. He was like, you own that car over there? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, well, it was vandalized last night. And I was like, bitch, what the fuck? Hello? I thought you were just going to tell me to, like, move it to the side because it was, like, too close to the street or something. And he full-on goes, someone fucking hates your car and messed it up. And I was like, damn, this is really why we have car insurance, isn't it? So then I, like, was like, yeah, let me get some shoes on. But in reality, I was like, hang on, man, I got to go put some pants on. So I walked out there and my neighbor's out there too. And he's like, yeah, they got my car too. I was like, well, we were parked right next to each other. So I feel a little bit better knowing that it wasn't a hate crime against me. Um, and he said that like there was a brick sitting in my windshield and my back window was completely shattered. So they like grabbed it. Like they just got a brick and threw it so hard into the back window that it hit my windshield too and broke that. And I was like, God damn it. Like freaking juvenile delinquents over here making my life more difficult 
and then I was like, yeah, whatever, so I just, like, called the insurance and got that taken care of, so, like, that wasn't, like, too bad, but, like, it was still shitty because I had to be an adult and, like, deal with the insurance and call them and then, like, set up a replacement for my windshield, and I was in no mood to do that. Next one. Yeah, there's more. Uh, next one was the heart palpitations. The heart palpitations were a fun one because I was already having like a shit week. And then to add insult to injury, I started feeling like I was having a heart attack approximately every 15 seconds. So it started off with um, us going to out of town. We had a we had a doctor's appointment out of town, me and my mom, so we went. And we really didn't eat much um, the entire day, and, like, my blood pressure runs super low, so I have to take medicine for it. And, like, we didn't have, like, anything to eat. So I had nothing and then a super duper late lunch, and then I also didn't eat dinner that night before, or that later that night. So I was, like, whatever, like, laying in bed that night, like, my heart was fluttering, and I was, like, okay, well, it's probably just, like, because I didn't eat enough, like, salt, and I just, just, like, didn't really eat at all today, so it's probably just, like, low blood sugar, and so the next morning, I woke up, and I was, like, oh, shit, I'm still having heart palpitations, so I got up, and I ate something, and I was, like, mm, still don't feel right, so then I tried eating, like, watermelon with salt on it, <sighs> oh, my god, that shit's disgusting, I don't know how people do that, um, and so I tried that, and it still wasn't working, and I was watching TV with my mom. We started binge watching a show and my heart was just racing and fluttering. So I was like, okay, well maybe if I just like burn off some energy. So my mom has an exercise bike and I was just freaking cranking that shit out. I did like 10 miles on that thing. And when I was doing it, I was like, well, my heart feels like a little bit better. I don't feel like I'm like panting for no reason. And it was still happening the entire weekend and then what was it on Monday when I got to work I once again asked one of the nurses and I was like hey man um I don't think my core zone is working properly and she was like okay well like I'll listen to it because my sister looked at it my sister said that it sounded like my heart was taking a breath which was like the weirdest thing ever like it was beating and then it would just go and then keep going so I told the nurse that and she was like, okay, well, like it sounds fine to me. So if you're still having problems in a little bit, we'll do an EKG. And I was like, I say less. So I went back to my desk for like an hour. And while I'm over there, I'm like, my hands are shaky and I can't catch my breath or anything. And I was like, yo, hook me the fuck up to this 12 lead. You girl's gonna pass out. So we did the EKG and we gave it to her and I was like, here you go. And then I went back to my desk. And then, like, two hours later, because I was like, okay, whatever. Like, she didn't say anything. It's it's not a big deal. And, like, two hours later, she comes up to my desk and she goes, I want you to schedule an appointment with me for this afternoon to go over your EKG. I was like, God damn, it must be really bad if you're not telling it straight to my face right here. So, she... I like put myself on the schedule and all day long I was just like it felt like my heart was trying to catch up with itself so like it felt like one side was beating and then the other side was like oh okay go ahead and it was like horrible um so I was like talking to her later at my appointment and she was like oh yeah your heart's a little pissed I think it might be because of your medicine. And I was like, Jesus Christ, all of the medicines I'm on, I literally don't think I could function like a proper human being without them because my body is so like 
domesticated, for lack of a better term, to Western medicine. Like, my my bitch ass would be dead without all of the medicines that I am. Like, none. Absolutely not. My body could not handle it. The antihistamines would, or the histamines would come for me. Um, so, I, she was like, oh, we'll follow, follow up with your cardiologist. And I was like, girl, my cardiologist is out of town. He's a specialist. I can't do that. So, I was, like, being, like, super duper lame. And I was like, mm, I'm just not going to schedule an appointment. So far, my heart palpitations have gone away. Um, but we're, like, a week out. So, I was having those for, like, a week. And then I was like, yeah, okay. I probably, like, calm down. But for the grand finale, the cherry on top. The main event, my dogs started attacking each other and we fucking love that for me. So as you guys may know, I have two dogs, Lola and Bailey. Super duper cute. We've had Lola for like three years and Bailey for like a year and some change. And we've never had an issue with either one of them. When we first got Lola, they were like, yeah, she probably does better like in a house by herself without any other dogs. And then she met Bailey and they got along. So we're like, cool, we'll take Bailey. Like they, they don't have, they've never had any issues. Okay. And then out of nowhere, the other day, my sister's outside playing with the dogs and she comes in and she throws the back door open and is screaming. It's like, Kate, I can't get the girls off of each other. They're fighting. And I was like, yeah, whatever. So I like get up and I like run outside, like just a little jog. Cause I was like, whatever. They're probably just like playing too rough or something. I walk out there. Fuck no. That like Lola has her teeth wrapped around Bailey's neck and is shaking. And I was like terrified because my first instincts were like, oh my gosh, she's trying to kill her. So, like, me and my sister had to break them up, and it was, like, actually, like, super duper difficult. Um, like, I just ran out there, and I tried to grab Lola, and she wouldn't let go of Bailey, so I had to, like, force her to, like, let go with her jaws, and I, like, we finally got them off, and I just scooped up Bailey, and I ran inside with her, and Lola the entire time was just chasing us, trying to get back at Bailey, I'm like, what the actual fuck is happening? Like, this has never happened before. So then we put Bailey inside and we're like, oh my god, this poor thing has, like, holes in her back from Lola's teeth. And I watched enough Incredible Dr. Pull 2 where I was like, this is gonna abscess. We have to take her to the vet. She's not currently bleeding, but in the morning she has to go. Like, there could be, like, her skin separated from her muscle or there could be a muscle tear and that's gonna abscess, it's gonna get gross, and then she's gonna have, like, freaking dead skin all over the place, and we're gonna have to cut all of it off, she's gonna be, like, naked with no skin for, like, a month and a half, and so I took her to the vet, or no, not even then, not even then, it gets better, um, we, like, we separated them, and we put, like, we kept Lola outside, and we cleaned up Bailey and everything like that, and then we were like, okay, well, let's see if they're, like, okay with each other now because they like calmed down Bailey wanted to go back outside and play with Lola and Lola wanted to come in so we were just like kept an eye on them the entire time and so Lola and Bailey were like laying on my bed together and I was like okay they're good I'm getting in the shower like you guys like keep an eye on them because that's like a huge shit show and so I got in the shower and when I came out they were both asleep laying in my bed and I was like okay everything's fine 
So we got ready for bed and I had just started falling asleep and dozing off and I hear Bailey scream and Lola just like growling at her and I was like oh shit she bit her again. So then I like like sat straight up in my bed and I'm trying to like feel around and see like who I can feel and where I can like grab and pull because I also don't want to pull like Lola the wrong way or Bailey the wrong way and then rip Bailey's skin open. So um, I like my sister and my mom come in because I'm like screaming at Lola. I'm like let go like like you're literally hurting your sister like you can't do that. So I like grab Lola and I manage to get my arm wrapped around her and I'm trying to pull at her but she has such a grip onto Bailey's back and Bailey's screaming oh my god it hurt my heart that poor thing and she's like screaming bloody murder my mom and sister run in and they turn on the light and Bailey or Lola won't let go of Bailey's back so like my dumbass instinct was pry her mouth open because in my head I would also rather Lola bite me and me get hurt because as a human I know that if something happens to me we have advanced enough like healthcare for me to be okay like I can get like surgery or something and like we can we can fix this but on a dog it's like it's like a lot harder and most of the time when something bad happens to a dog and it's like super serious they're like oh we're just gonna put him down and I don't want to do that so I was like okay she can hurt me I don't want her to go after Bailey so I shoved my fingers in between her teeth and tried to pry them open and in the midst of it all I felt one of her teeth slide into my finger. I felt it. And in my head, the only thing I could think of was a shark attack. I was like, oh my God, this is what's like getting attacked by a shark. And I'm like, this is not the time for this shit. Get back in reality. So I pulled her, like I I pried her mouth open and I finally got her to like let go enough to where I could pull her away. And poor Bailey like jumped out of bed and followed my sister out to the and out into the hallway. And I'm just sitting there holding Lola while she's screaming. Like she's so pissed and she's like snarling and everything. And I've never seen her like that. She's never been aggressive like that. So it like terrified me. And then once we realized that like Bailey was okay, I looked down and my hands are covered in blood like they're like I was like getting dizzy and sweaty but cold at the same time and my body started like shaking I was like in shock and my sister was like looking at me and I'm just sitting there like gasping for air shaking so hard and I'm crying and my teeth are chattering and my sister's like shit Kate like I think you're like going into shock or something and I'm not even kidding you like it was the worst pain I probably have ever felt in my life and I have a torn hip which is like a whole nother story I'll record that one probably after this we're not gonna get into that today (laughs) but like it's it was so bad and then so we like put up a crate and put Lola in the crate and everything like that and had her sleep out there and while Bailey just like kind of did her own thing and slept with me and my sister um and then like once like they got the crate up and everything like that we had to, we realized, like, how bad my cuts were, because I thought it was just the one hand, like, the one finger that was bleeding super bad, um, but no, so it's, like, one finger cuts is, like, super bad, the other one's, like, cut on the side and is super swollen, and then the real kicker, um, 
on one of my fingers, she completely bit through my fingernail. Like, my fingernail is pretty much broken, like, horizontally in half. It's so not cute. And I have, like, people to see coming up. And I'm like, okay, well, that bitch is getting covered with a Band-Aid, like, indefinitely. And I'm terrified that it's going to fall off because I don't think, like, mentally I can handle that. Because, like, I always think of the fly. You know, that scene when he, like, his fingernails start coming off. I cannot mentally handle that. Like, I don't think that's, like, my journey, you feel? Um, so that happened. And I'm like, wow, this is shit. And the next day, the next morning, once again, I went to work and asked one of the nurses. I was like, yo, man, I'm so sorry. You're going to get sick and tired of seeing my face. You're going to literally cringe every single time I come in here because I keep asking you for shit. Um, will you look at my hands? And she was like, oh my God, what the fuck happened? And I wanted to make the joke of like, oh, I stuck my hand in a, in a garbage disposal or like I got attacked by a shark. But I was like, I was in so much pain that I was like, my dogs, they got in a fight. I was dumb enough to stick my hand in between it. And she was like, wow, you're an idiot. I was like, yeah, thanks. So like, what are we going to do? And it was hollow the day before Halloween. So like yesterday. And I was like, like, whatever we're going to do, it has to wait until after we take pictures because my makeup is on fucking point right now and I am not going to mess that up. So like, if we are going to do it later, then let's do it later. So I kept asking my boss too. I was like, when are we going to take pictures? She's like, will you calm down? And I was like, look at my hands. And she whacks my hands and she goes, ew, what is that? And I was like, okay, well, one, that's not like a good response to have when someone says this hurts to just like whack it. She started laughing and she's like, no, but seriously, what happened? And I told her and everything and they're like, oh my God. And then, so I ended up having to take both of them to the vet that morning too. So I like went to work and like they cleaned up my hands and everything like that. And we like put like glue and shit on them because they're like fucked. Um, And then we had to go to the, uh, me and my mom took the dogs to the vet and my mom was like, okay, well, like, do you think they're going to be okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm sure they'll be fine. Like, I'll put one in the back and then one in the back seat because I have an SUV. So I was like, I'll just put one in the back and one in the back seat. And Lola's punk ass jumped over the middle and then was like, oh, hey, I'm going to sit here. And we're like, no, that's not a good idea. You've already like tried to attack your sister twice. Um, Get the fuck away. So she, I have like a cover on the back seat and she slipped under there and she just sat on the floor the entire time. And we're like, okay, as long as you guys are separated, like, don't care. Like, you guys just cannot be together. So then we, we, like, got to the vet and everything like that. And they looked over Bailey and everything. And, like, Bailey screams bloody murder at everything all the time. So she was doing that. And then they were like, okay, let's look at Lola. And Lola snapped at her, like, immediately. Like, she latched onto Bailey and just started shaking her head, like, violently. And I was like, horrible because I once again my dumb ass stuck my hand in between them again and I tried to rip Lola off and like grabbed the side of her like her snoot like the top of it and then like pulled up with my hand to get her teeth to like pry open and I busted my fucking hand open again and I got a new cut and I was like god damn it so like the vet saw it all and everything and they're like oh I think it's just like anxiety based and everything like that so then like he sent us on our way and then on the way home sweet baby Jesus. I like, I literally almost like almost got in a car accident. Cause like the, my mom like was looking back and she goes, Lola, no. And I swerved into the other lane a little bit and realized that they were like, Lola was 
at Bailey's throat again. So I swerved onto the shoulder and slammed on my brakes and like put my car in park. And I'm sitting there like trying to reach back and rip Lola off of Bailey because she has her at the throat, like behind the seat, like in between the two seats. And I was like, oh my God. And I could not grab a hold of her. And I felt so bad because like Bailey is so scared and I physically could not get Lola off of her. So then, like, my mom was like, Katie, just get back there. So I freaking just, like, rip my seatbelt off and I hop back there and I'm on, like, all fours trying to rip Lola off of Bailey. And I had to, like, grab her and everything and, like, Bailey bit my back on accident. When she realized that it was me, she let go. So it's, like, not too bad. But, like, I was, like, covered in blood when I got back to the office, like, I was covered in dog hair, spit, and blood, but the problem is, is, like, I don't know if it was my blood or dog blood, because my hands were, like, bloody all over again, and then I had to go back to work, and I was, like, guys, like, I'm, like, shaking, and I was covered in blood, and they're, like, what are you, because I dressed up as Rachel Green from Friends, and they're, like, oh my god, what happened, and I was, like, I'm dogfight Rachel Green, like, ha ha, my life sucks right now, I'm stressed the hell out, and so then like I changed my clothes and everything and we had to give me well they had to give me like a shot because they're like when's your last teed up and I was like bitch I don't know and I'm terrified of needles so that already like pushed me over the edge and I was like "Mm, this is not gonna be good so they did all that and we like cleaned up my hands again um and I like can't fucking type and I'm so far behind in all of my classes already that it's just making it, like, 10 times harder to do, like, anything. I couldn't even wash my hair today. I had to have my sister, like, help me dry my hair when I got out of the shower because I cannot use three out of my 10 fingers and all of them hurt. My entire body is so sore and I don't know if it's because I had to, like, body the fuck out of a dog, like, six times, um, but, like, I'm so sore. It's absolutely excruciating and I, like, feel bad I was talking to one of my friends about it too because I've just been like it's just been a shit show if I haven't mentioned that already so it's been like a shit show and I was like telling one of my friends about it and I was like dude I am so sorry that I keep complaining about this like I'm sure it doesn't even sound like real like I feel like that girl in school that would like wrap her knee with an ace bandage and you like, use crutches for, like, three days, and she's, like, I tore my meniscus, and we're, like, bitch, no, you didn't, um, I feel like I'm, like, that, like, I've, it's bad, like, I feel like people think, like, oh, she's just doing it for the attention, and I was, like, everybody at work, I was, like, explaining it to them how I feel like I'm just, like, people think that I'm, like, a drama queen or something like that, and that I just made all this stuff for the attention, and the nurse, one of the, one of the medical assistants, like, girl, we have your CT report, we have your EKG, we can literally see your fucking hands, you're good, and I was like, okay, thank you, because, like, I feel like I'm going crazy, like, I feel like, like, I don't know if it's just, like, the stars aren't aligning, like, the Lord is testing me, or what, like, I don't know what I believe in yet, but something is, like, not going my way, you feel, um, So I just, like, have no fucking clue what I'm gonna do because I'm already, like, on a super high dose of antidepressants and I can't go any higher, guys. Um, so I'm just, like, going with the flow, I guess, and it's, like, not a good flow. I am in choppy waters. It's not even, like, a flow at this point. So, um, 
I guess what I, I'll probably just take a couple depression naps if we're being completely honest, um, procrastinate some of my work a little bit more, um, and then just pray to God that it, it's like over and done with. Cause I'm supposed to leave town on Friday and I just, I need everything to just fall into place. Like if everything could just fall into place and just settle down, the dust would just settle. I could probably sleep easier at night. And honestly, at this point, that's all I want is to sleep easier at night with money in my bank account and happy dogs. Like, I'm so stressed out. I'm like, I haven't even been eating or anything like that. But on the bright side, I look super skinny. But yeah, so it's just a shit show. Obviously, I've said that like 80 million times. So I guess since I'm starting to ramble, I'm just going to go ahead and cut it off. If you've listened to this so far, thank you a million like you're a real trooper for hanging out with me for this long so all right i guess i'm gonna bid you guys adieu i will talk to you next time so smell you later home slice <laughs>